Well, you don't know if I was going to say yes or no now because you didn't even talk to me. Well, I'm sorry I didn't give you the option, but I didn't think I needed to. The answer would have been yes. Is this recording? Oops. Hello, and welcome to another episode of a Latter-day Family podcast. I'm Todd Michael. I'm Amber Michael. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Just messing around. <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound convincing? <laughs> Probably the not. the part where I laughed in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing. I'm about to hit record and she says, just so you know, I'll probably be terrible at this. <laughs> anyway, our fake fight was not by accident. It's because this week we're talking how to quarrel with your spouse. And uh, some of the reasons why people, well, not just people, why spouses fight, mm -hmm. have disagreements. Okay, let's define some words because people are being really like on Twitter. People were being very specific about the word "fight." Yeah, I guess so, it's variable for people. Yeah, how they define it. And there's some pedantic little sneaks out there who want to say, "Oh, I never fight. <laughs> I'm so much better than everyone," <laughs> and that's because they have a super hardcore classification of like, if you gouge each other's eyes out and shiv each other, it's a fight. Anything <laughs> leading up to, well, it's just a discussion. <laughs> we never fight. Yeah, well, there are people that say they're having a discussion when they definitely <laughs> are having a fight. Yes. My parents are pure yes. examples of that. They, claim they always never say fight. we never fight and they fight a ton. <laughs> so, um, but there are people that just have personality types that are more like the... Right. Go with the flow type, I guess. Or just they're say, not or... as emotionally volatile. Exactly. And so yeah. They can disagree without being so, so invested. You know, you never know. Maybe yeah. they really haven't had a fight. So, because we aren't marriage and family therapists we or in any way experts, we're just talking about our own experience. And when we say fight, we mean heated disagreement or something that lasts more than just a few minutes. Yeah. And we'll get we into more. We have of that. had. Yes, fights. <laughs> we have had fights, plenty of them, especially yep. when we were first married. Yep. So some of the reasons that we've come up with are a, f a lack of trust. Mm -hmm. That was us every time for the first <laughs> few years we were married, every single time. Yeah. Um, misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. So sitcom style, yeah. legitimate misunderstandings. There's the one that has turned into a joke for us now. Yes. Where we run away <laughs> to your family's house when we're like the first year or so we were married. And I had a headache. Sometimes I get really stressed out when I was going to be around your family because it made me kind of nervous and yeah. stuff. So then I just said, oh, I have a really bad headache. And then I swore that you said, do better. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. We I talked about it later. something along the lines of, I'll try to do better or I need to do better. And it was in the context of like helping me feel more relaxed. Yeah. And helping like... her not have to feel so stressed being around my family. <laughs> I <laughs> thought she, she heard. Said, do better in the car right before we're going to his family's house. <laughs> so of course. Anyway. So now anytime one of us expresses that we're like stressed out about something, then other one will say do better. <laughs> misunderstanding. <laughs> yes. Misunderstanding. <laughs> Um, another one that we came up with was mismatched goals. Mm -hmm. This one comes up a lot with uh, 
in terms of money. Mm-hmm. You know, people, some are more into saving and some are more into enjoying and, mm-hmm. um, but it can come up with anything, you know, with how you raise your kids or what kind of, you know, general lifestyle you want. Yeah. It goes on and on. But yeah, if, if you don't have similar goals, then everything you do mm-hmm. is going to be kind of up to chance because yeah. or not up to chance, but it will be mismatched. Yeah. I think we're, we have a lot of similar goals. Yep. We used to have more of a difficult time with like parenting ones, I'd say, because yeah. our styles are different. Yeah. Not like it caused a ton of fights, but just like, those are more yeah, disagreement, I guess. Point. It was more of a sticking point, but yeah. But for the most part, we do have mm-hmm. when we did Similar our when too. we did our premarital interviews. Yeah. On our dates, we'd inter- like bring up as many topics as we could. Like, what about on this? <laughs> what do you, what you think are your thoughts that? on this? Yeah. And it was it was pretty remarkable how much we were lined up. Yep. Um, another one is stress, fatigue, or when you're hangry. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm Todd <laughs> Michael, and I'm often hangry. Yes. That one's a hard one for me. Yeah. If, if I am, if my blood sugar drops, I'll fight with anybody. Yeah. I don't even care if I have a topic or a reason. Yeah. Um, pretty much the only time I can avoid that is at work mm-hmm. because I don't want to get fired. Yeah. But <laughs> family, strangers, people online, you don't want to interact with. See, we've gotten hand. better at that one too. Like I didn't really know that. <laughs> yeah. when we first got married because we would always eat a ton together when we were dating because we'd yeah. always be getting meals out and stuff like me. that but yeah that's a tough one to take care of with you when we go to my family's house <laughs> they're not good at feeding people no. <laughs> so. they're like come over for dinner you're there for three hours and no food has been shared oh. <laughs> and when it is shared a very small amount yes <laughs> Man, if they ever listen to this, they're going to just assume that we created the podcast <laughs> to complain about them. I'm pretty sure we're not honoring our fathers and mothers oh, here. But okay, I need to do better. No, it's humorous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've I've referenced the family member that will not be named yeah. before in reference to my mom. So we're oh, all fair. You named I'm sure I'll start riffing on all of her hippie uh, traits one of these episodes when oh, it applies. You have a lot of good fodder. Anyway, and then... Pride and insecurities, of course. And that relates back to mm-hmm. last episode of why we get in, you know, get contentious with anybody. But yeah, I think it goes back to lack of trust as well. Yeah. It's tied in with that one. Yeah, absolutely. And there are plenty of opportunities to be insecure in marriage because you're trying to create this new part of your life and self that formerly didn't exist. Yeah. And there are plenty of opportunities to be prideful. Because you're often faced with your uh, biggest faults and shortcomings that you formerly could hide from most people because you didn't really share all parts of your life with them. Yeah. Maybe even if you have a roommate, you still can hide more from them than a spouse. All your vulnerabilities are just on display because you're together all the time. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, there's a quote by Gordon B. Hinckley that I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with, but I wanted to read it because it really sets us up well. Um, speaking about this kind of transformation that happens when people are first married and then if they allow that contention in, he says, I constantly deal with those cases of members of the church who have been married in the temple and who later divorce and then apply for a cancellation of their temple ceiling. 
When first married, they are full of great expectations, with a wonderful spirit of happiness. But the flower of love fades in in an atmosphere of criticism and carping, of mean words and uncontrolled anger. Love flies out the window as contention enters. So when we mentioned that at the beginning of our marriage, we fought a lot. Um, in those times, in those moments, you definitely could feel it. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we had a strong enough bond around the fights and the arguments that I don't, there was never a time when we were no. on the brink of separation no. or anything dramatic. But just in those moments of, of contention compared to when we were getting along, it was you could definitely oh, yeah. could feel palpable difference. Yeah, for sure. We both really wanted to not have so much contention. <laughs> right. We were trying really hard not to, but right. I mean, we'll get into more of the factors probably yeah, as we, we talk. But but yeah, but we were we were both earnestly seeking to get past it, mm-hmm. and it really did take time to learn all of those, um, to recognize our weaknesses or our triggers mm-hmm. that were causing the contention or mm-hmm. causing the arguments, and then figure out how to overcome them. Yeah, uh, I might add. Without professional help, it probably would have been much yeah, faster. Probably would have been if we had sprung for therapy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, we both came into it with a lot of baggage from our home lives, yeah. not being very settled, yeah. and with plenty of contention there. So, right, it was it was a tough transition. So, some of the tips and tricks that we've learned. This is just for us. Again, we're not experts. So, if you are actually having serious troubles, please. Go get professional help. But um, one of the things that has been really helpful for us is giving each other the benefit of the doubt. And that has to be a conscious effort. It's not something that comes naturally, at least not to me. No. I I tend to uh, jump to conclusions and assume that people mean things when I don't necessarily know whether or not they did. (laughs) So it takes a conscious effort to kind of pause, take a step back. And then think, okay, this sounds like maybe she meant this, mm-hmm. but she probably means this. And mm-hmm. of course, the more we're together and the more I get to know you, I mean, like you don't have then an ounce know. of guile in you. So most of the time, you don't mean any harm by things that you say. And I could take it the wrong way, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah. That took us like first couple of years when we were married until we like kind of talked about that and figured that out. Like if we just gave each other the benefit of the doubt, we would solve pretty much all of our fights <laughs> yeah. pretty quickly. And that's how a lot of them started. It was like, it just clicked for us at that point after we'd been through enough mm-hmm. where we just started doing that. Cause it's worth and it. Worked. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a huge <laughs> it's one. It's hard to be like, just do that and it will work. But it, it did when we were at the right place in our marriage. Yeah. Um, one that I, that came to my mind was clarifying your intentions before you, the intentions of the other person before you react. Right. Like it reminds me of like what we do with our five-year-old when she's, she's very emotional. Mm -hmm. So when she starts getting frustrated or upset about something, then we just have her go in her room and have her like reactions and then tell her she can come out whenever she feels like she's ready to come out and be calm again. Mm -hmm. And it works. Then she comes out and she can be reasonable. You can just talk to her about anything. And it works that way for us too. Like if we're able to kind of separate for a little bit till we can calm down, come and talk together again and then clarify and say, well, what did you mean by 
that then that's Instead helped us a ton. Jumping in with the emotional response. Exactly. Um, it helps. Yeah. Not like we're five year olds, but sometimes when we <laughs> fight, maybe. <laughs> hey, I feel like a five year old after some of the stupid things I say. In, in <laughs> Me argument. too. Um, another one for us has been to talk sooner than later. So if something's bothering us, mm-hmm. to to get it off our chest and talk sooner. That one is really frustrating for me. No offense, Amber. I know. I'm a bottler. (laughs) If (laughs) if something doesn't get addressed, because I automatically blow it up and assume it's something much bigger than it is. Mm -hmm. Like it could be you're feeling lonely and I'm not giving you enough attention. Yeah. And in my mind, if you reference it, but don't spell it out for me, then I've assumed that you want a divorce and (laughs) you want to murder me. I mean, I'm not really that, but like I blow them up into something much more dramatic Mm -hmm. and then worry and stew over it and think of all the different ways that it's going to be a challenge. So it really just helps me to know. Yeah. And once I know then I can address it or deal with it or make the change or whatever, Mm -hmm. but not knowing is, is hard. Yeah. For me, it was like, I've always been a bottler just because of how I was raised. Like if you brought stuff up and then my mom didn't like it, then she would just yell, (laughs) scream at you about it. So from that, I always just naturally would bottle everything up all the time. And then when we were first married, like we've said, we didn't really give each other the benefit of the doubt a lot. So then I'd always feel like if I say it and I don't say it right, the right then he's going to take it wrong. Yeah. So, and I would sometimes that was fair. Yeah. And so then that kind of has just carried on. I would do better definitely now, but way better, but still something that I struggle with. Yeah. I become more patient to know if you aren't ready or haven't figured out, you know, sometimes you just sometimes I don't even having know. an off day and you don't haven't figured it out yourself. Yeah, and you just something say that triggered to me. something. I mean, I felt a little off. Yeah, yeah, but it helps even if you just say, I don't know, I haven't figured it out yet. And mm-hmm. then I just know, okay. Yeah. Then it's not some secret dramatic thing that she just isn't telling me because she thinks they can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I dream of. <sighs> All right. Well, another one is to be good with just not agreeing on everything. There's just going to be stuff that you don't agree on because <laughs> you're different personalities. Yeah. I would even say lean into that. Yeah. Not, not just be okay with it, but see that as a strength. Mm-hmm. You're two different people who are uniting as a team to accomplish awesome things. Mm-hmm. So draw on those differences and those strengths. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I think we do really well. We complement each other well mm-hmm. with our different personalities or different temperaments or different experiences. And for the most part, we've each found our niche mm-hmm. in the relationship. So like we know our go-to things that are going to work better for yeah. us. You know, if, if we need something done in a certain way, who to send a bat yeah. rather than thinking like, Oh, well, we better counsel on this and make know. sure we're a hundred percent agree in agreement yeah. before any action is taken. Like, yeah. Okay. You're going to deal with this in a much more efficient way. Take care Can of it. Can you do this? Yeah. yeah you're going to deal with, you do way better with this. Will you please take it on? Yeah. And then knowing that when you're asked to do that and when your spouse is relying on you, yeah, that that's a great service you can provide and not, you know, not be ashamed that you don't agree or don't think the same way as your spouse. Yeah. That's a hard one. Or that used to be a harder one for me because, um, I have such a different temperament than Mm -hmm. my mom and my sister. And I grew up 
running their apps, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. So I was used to not doing things in my way and not leaning into my differences. Yeah. But that's become much more easy over the last decade that we've been together. Yeah. Even one that occurred to me somewhat recently was like when there's something that was bothering me that like, not that you were doing, but just like something that was happening. And I was, I guess you were doing, but mm-hmm. <laughs> not, I don't want to it's say okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not being terrible. Oh my gosh. Are we fighting right <laughs> we're now? Fighting. Oh, no. <laughs> we're we're going to start one after the podcast. <laughs> we'll discuss this later. <laughs> okay. Something you were doing was bothering me. And I would always think in my mind, if I did this, he would be so annoyed. He would hate it. And all, I would think that, like, yeah. not constantly, but sometimes I would think, I would yeah. think, if he could just put himself in my shoes, if I was doing this exact same thing, yeah. it would really bother him. Then I thought about it. I mean, we talked about it and worked through a lot of that. But then I thought about it and I was like, he's totally a different personality than I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it probably bother. wouldn't bother him if <laughs> <Yeah>. I did that. <laughs> so it's good that I told you it bothered me still. And then we yeah. were able to figure that out. It's not like you have to stop it. But like, it wasn't like you're doing anything wrong. It was just one right. of those we things that we had different personalities. Yeah. And it we really didn't bother you, but it bothered me a little bit. So right. then I was able to just work on it with myself instead of being like, well, he has to change or I'm never going to be happy. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Here are my terms. You better meet them. <laughs> yeah. Meet them or else you're trouble like we just definitely didn't psa don't marry someone with the intention of changing them yeah (laughs) speaking of changing people or trying to manipulate people don't play manipulative games or mess with the passive aggressive (laughs) i don't even don't get me started this will be a hour-long episode (laughs) but the passive aggressive games the manipulative stuff that couples do stop (laughs) Don't even start. But if you're doing it, stop. It's a waste of time. It's idiotic. And it only makes you look like a fool. It doesn't strengthen your relationship. Just be clear. Communicate. And if it's not your temperament to be super direct, at least be honest. You can be honest. Yeah. Drives me nuts when I. We've never had that issue. No, that's that's not not one of ours. We've plenty of others, but. But I see it so much and it. Just bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. I can what tell. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> back to couples though who want to f- stop fighting, stop disagreeing. You know, there's a lot of couples who don't know how to compromise, and it's unfair to expect them to compromise without some outside help. True. Thankfully, now there's an app for that. <laughs> Our newest sponsor, the great folks over at. The Magic Marriage Magic Eight Ball app. I don't. I can't remember. It's something. The name escapes <laughs> yeah. me. But you'll hear in the commercial. It's a great app. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Go ahead and take a listen. Are you tired of disagreements with your spouse? Do you wish you didn't have to argue over every little decision? Have you had it with he said she said battles that get you nowhere? Introducing the Magic Marriage 8-Ball app. With the Magic Marriage 8-Ball app, you can outsource every decision to an impartial algorithm. Can't agree on what to make for dinner? Let the 8-Ball make the call. Disagree on how to discipline the children? Now the 
Paykal can be your guide. Having trouble finding a compromise on how to manage your finances? Disregard your priorities by letting the Magic Marriage 8-Ball app leave your financial future completely up to chance. You'll be so preoccupied with your newfound uncertainty that you'll forget all about any marital strife you once had. Denial! Nothing brings a couple closer like a little adversity, am I right? Acting as a common enemy, the Magic Marriage 8-Ball app will give you an outlet for all of your rage, frustration, disappointment, regret, insecurity, pride, self-loathing, and much, much more. The Magic Marriage 8-Ball app. There's no more need for compromise. I wonder how many people someday down the road are going to listen to all these fake commercials and Google. I think they're real. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find it in the app store. Um, Okay, so some of our more humorous fights have been... uh, Well, it's kind of hard to think of humorous fights because some of them are still a sore subject. (laughs) I know. We tried thinking. We're like, oh, we can't do that. For the record, we are much better at not fighting now. We essentially only do have the disagreements. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll get more spirited, but... Yeah, we hardly We're not... Yeah, no no knockdown... Crazy. Yeah, we had a hard time the fights. first few years, and then we really just figured out. Yeah, got how to, to a good place. Do better. It helps to have kids around too, because you yeah. don't want to be an idiot in front of the kids. So yeah, we are more highly motivated to be more efficient with resolving anything as mm-hmm. it comes up. Um, but yeah, so one of our more humorous ones was this. Kind of goes back to the misunderstandings. <laughs> um, I was very kindly in conversation <laughs> when we were first married mentioning that amber i had never noticed amber having bad breath <laughs> and after i very respectfully said that to her she said thank you and then changed the subject or the conversation went on I took that to mean that I did have bad breath. She had noticed and she was too embarrassed to admit it. She swears now that that was not the intention. It wasn't. (laughs) But in the moment, I definitely took it the wrong way. I've I've never been good at the return compliment. When someone compliments me, they'll say, I like your shirt. Then I'll just be like, thanks and move on. I've never been good at saying it back. But this, I remember it happening. It was on our honeymoon. We barely been married. We dated for four months or something. I actually don't think I ever had smelled you having bad breath. But it didn't matter at that point. I was hurt. I was being immature. So then it became this whole thing and we fought for who knows how long after. Like morons. An embarrassing one. That was really dumb. (laughs) We, yeah, when we were first married and we were arguing more frequently, we'd regularly end up having to show up late to family activities or various things and we would just admit it we'd be like yeah. sorry we're late we were fighting yeah we had to say that a lot <laughs> i mean because we were usually really stressed out about going to the family things yes. our families did not get along with each other right they were both very jealous of each other's time and our time and, and they didn't like get that. along super well with the the in-law yeah like us. my family didn't get along great with you yours didn't get along great with me so yeah. it was one like it was quarreling but just Nobody yeah. was chummy. Exactly. So we always get really stressed out beforehand, yeah. and then we'd fight with each other. And then we'd be like three hours late. <laughs> Super embarrassing. Yes. Anyway, 
Okay, one that uh, is funny from my family is uh, my mom likes to have my dad sit and watch her do indexing <laughs> on the computer. So, like, she'll sit in the computer chair, do her indexing, and he has to sit in, like, a little chair next to her and watch. And sometimes he falls asleep, rightfully. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Who understandably wants to watch so. someone type on a computer? The only thing more boring <laughs> than indexing would be watching someone else index. <laughs> indexing can be fun, but not to, be, not to watch. <laughs> That's true. You're pretty good at it, too. Anyway. Um, so he'd fall asleep and this is like a regular fight, not like <laughs> once in a while. It happens often. <laughs> so All right. Well, we asked for some Twitter, uh, submissions and we got some great ones. I don't know. Am I, should I read the handles or should I leave them anonymous? I don't know if these people necessarily, I mean, they posted them in public. I don't yeah. Know. I'll just read them and not do the handle yeah. whatever all right one person says my parents in their first year of marriage college um she worked and he played golf because he couldn't work she i don't still understand if you can't work while you're spending money to play golf but whatever whatever um Side note. <laughs> she she hated him playing golf he lied about playing one day and she got <laughs> mad this isn't looking good for that guy uh she threw a frozen burrito. He ducked. <laughs> it went through the wall. Oh my <laughs> that would have been a very different story if he didn't duck. Yeah. I'm not sure there would have been a Peter Black to tell this story. Okay, I just said I wasn't going to read their names. All right. Yeah, this one is honestly my favorite story ever. <laughs> says, when we were engaged, we went to dinner with some of her high school friends. I was acting pretty full of myself, trying to show off, and my wife was extremely embarrassed. Driving home, she turned completely away to get gum out so she didn't have to share or offer any gum. She was so mad. Just that visual. It's so perfect. And it really feels like something we would have done. Oh my gosh, it's very relatable for us. So we were really good about being petty. doing kind of annoying things and then being really petty to each other. <laughs> not a oh, goal. Man. No, <laughs> not a goal. We definitely did. But that's a great story. Yeah, Thank you for one. that submission. Okay, here's another one. From one of our most supportive listeners, by the way. Uh, we were living in Munich, Germany, as a young couple with a toddler, and the ward was our only friends. The stake was huge, so home teaching even one family meant I wasn't getting back until midnight. That sounds so intense. I know. Because I was usually gone at work all day, my wife was jealous of my time. Understandably so. Yep. I told her I had scheduled home teaching one night, and she was furious with me. She wouldn't talk to me or look at me, though she insisted I give her a kiss before I leave. When I got home, I could hear her singing through the window of our upstairs apartment. Surprised, having expected the silent treatment when I got home, I walked in to see her twirling in her apron across the kitchen. I asked, you seem so happy, what happened? And she replied, I don't know, you left and I just felt better. <laughs> Whether that was a planned burn or just incidental, that yeah. was a pretty good burn. It was burn. pretty great. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, this one's short and sweet. We argued about whether water has a color. <laughs> it turned out I was right. <laughs> but he didn't say what his stance was. So now I'm curious. What do you think? Does it have a color? 
Depends on what where you live, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Some of our rentals may have had a color. <laughs> a natural color <laughs> a or a mineral or color. Ice has a color. Snow has a color. I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, I'm I think water has too. a color. Uh, no, I'm curious. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that was the last of the, the actual answers. Yeah. And then we got a... Uh, Sorry, I'm no help. I haven't had a fight with my wife. <laughs> Gordon B. Hinckley here. <laughs> no, that's great. If there if there are yes. those of you listening who legitimately were not as dumb as us yeah. and didn't fall into the trap of fighting, that's great. Mm-hmm. Hats off to you. And I do believe you. I, yes. I just tease when I give people a hard time when they're like, we never fought. <laughs> we're oh, okay with that. Really? <laughs> but yeah, but I do think for young couples... Avoiding fighting for the sake of avoiding fighting can become a false god. Mm-hmm. If you're just avoiding fighting because you're terrified of having a disagreement with your spouse, mm-hmm. and that's causing you to avoid disagreeing on anything or or voicing, you know, your opinion. One of you yeah. is dominating, the other one's just going along because mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have a fight. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, because. You are two different people. You're not going to agree on everything. Agreed. The healthiest option, door number one, would be figure out healthy and constructive ways to disagree. Discuss it, yeah. Yeah, and to discuss it and reach some type of a understanding. But if the choice, honestly, if the choice is between not fighting and not expressing your opinions mm-hmm. or... When you express your opinions, sometimes it gets messy. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not abuse, you're not becoming mm-hmm. physical or berating each other and calling each other names stuff. If it's going to get heated, I would say that's healthier than stifling your thoughts and emotions. And I agree. Or one person dominating. I like agree. we have each seen an extended family where uh-huh. there's the boss that tells the other person what they think. Yep. The one person just has to stifle all their opinions and yeah. th- needs yeah. for the other person that's not healthy well this week we fully doxed well i at least fully doxed on twitter i mean you are by association i'm what never really do? do anything Ch- on twitter i'm horrible <laughs> at twitter <laughs> but you're I there want to be better but... yeah according to adam's theory guardians don't really like twitter really hard yeah. i enjoy reading what other people have to say and like hearing people's opinions and things like that. And I will sometimes chime in here and there, but yeah. putting my own just tweet out there and is you, so hard. You come up with such good, I mean, how often is it that you text me something and I say, you should tweet uh, that. Yeah. It's like every day you come up with great thoughts, but it's most the, of them are zingers. Yeah. It's the thought of putting a zinger out in public and then having people come at you. Yeah. That you don't like. Yeah. So that's fair. Cause I still don't love contention to talk about contention. I, yeah have a hard time with it right (laughs) so so now that everyone knows our real names does that make you feel more comfortable with that idea or less comfortable i think the same okay that's good i love it (laughs) in case nobody's noticed (laughs) if someone disagrees with me i absolutely enjoy the back and forth yeah you do love that reasoning out and i love Mm -hmm. it if my ideas are challenged because then i actually have to think okay do i believe that yeah. And if someone can change my mind on something, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, but teach their own. I respect that you yeah. don't. I make it better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I've only been on there yeah, a year or if so. If you don't, no big deal. But my point was 
now that we're fully doxxed, the the troll is over. There's no more troll. <laughs> but thank you sincerely to everybody who was listening, who kept our secret for the little <laughs> month while it was going. And uh, yeah, there's nothing else. We don't have any other secrets till we like adopt a kid secretly or something. Yeah. Why would we do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think what we have left. Yeah, we're boring. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting later in our lives. There's not a whole lot of crazy things we can do. No. Adoption seems like the next natural step. Yep. All right, we've rambled. Yeah. Thank you for enduring until now. Mm-hmm. At least we weren't really fighting. Yeah. And until next time, have those discussions. Avoid contention and please continue sharing your hilarious stories because (laughs) I'm pretty sure I giggled about that secret gum story (laughs) for the last three days every time I thought of it. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. If you want to find us on Twitter, for some reason you somehow found us and didn't know us at Latter day Doofus and at Latter day Snark. Thanks for listening. And there's the baby. He just woke up. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye.